the Sportsy Show. Welcome to the Sportsy Show. I am your host, Chuck Banner. And with me, uh, my guest this week. Hey, it's uh, Heart Attacks, Tom. What's up? Whoop, whoop. So do you have any uh, specific topics? Uh, so I figure first off, we'll talk about the League of Enthusiasm. This is going to be going into week three. And uh, this is our first podcast of the, the brand new 2018 season. Um, we, we did the, the draft live at my house. Uh, you were here. Everybody for League of Enthusiasm has to be here for the draft. Uh, it's kind of the Troy rule. And, uh, yeah, we got a new, new guy to the league this year. Brad is my, uh, he's one of my buddies. Uh, he's taking over Duck John's team. He's the, the Chicago Twisted Maniacs. Yeah, I played him week one. So just like a quick little uh, recap of um, Eloise MVP and quarterback of the year race real quick. Uh, just to kind of start it off for us. Um, MVP race right now is really tight. Outside of in first place, Todd Gurley with three points. Um, there's a ton of guys in second. There's uh, Tyreek Hill, Melvin Gordon, Travis Kelsey, Joe Mixon, Adam Thielen, Stefan Diggs. Elvin Kamara and Juju Smith-Schuster all tied with two points, and then seven other guys with one point. I'm not even going to name them yet. And then the quarterback of the year race is a lot less guys. And holy shit, Patrick Mahomes could be running away with this. He already has five fucking points. And in and, and I have the high score already from week one, but... From what I've looked at, uh, that score has been beaten multiple times in past years and uh, only not beaten, I think, twice. Yeah, yeah. Is what, you had, like, what, 163, I believe? Yeah. And funny thing, um, not that it matters for anything, but Jordan has the lowest score of uh, the week, both weeks in a row. It's not looking good, Slop. But um, uh, uh, the second place quarterback, there's a tie uh, between Drew Brees and uh, Kirk Cousins for four points. And then in third place, there's uh, Jimmy Garoppolo and Phillip Rivers are tied for three points. So Fitzpatrick isn't in it because he wasn't rostered or started, huh, in weeks. Correct. Um, yeah. I believe... Jake is starting him this week, though. Yeah. Against Rob. And that's part of the reason why I actually... um, I'm picking Rob to win week three because of the... uh, I, you know, I just don't think Fitzmagic can, can happen week in and week out. I mean, the guy's a backup quarterback for a reason, right? He, we've we've all seen the Fitz magic happen year after year after year. Like, you know, what's what's the circle with with Ryan Fitzpatrick? You know, like he gets signed to be the backup. The you know the the starter can't play for one reason or another, whether it be injury, suspension in this case, 
or what have you. And and then, you know, Fitzmagic comes in, he lights it up, and then then he becomes a starter, then he sucks, then he gets replaced, and it all happens again. Different team. You know, I'm high on Fitzpatrick this year. I, I think this is this is like gonna be the best year of his career. I don't think they're gonna gonna sit him. But I tell you what, week four he's gonna get shut down by the Bears. Uh, but other than that, I mean, he plays Cleveland week seven, but he's got pretty much cake matchups the rest of the way, assuming they don't sit him and bring back uh, uh, Jameis. But I'm telling you, they have a bye week five right after that Chicago game, and if he bombs, that might be where they put James back in. And you know, that's what I'm thinking is going to happen too. I think, you know, I think it makes sense especially if Fitzpatrick has another good game in week three, which I'm not necessarily counting on, but it's Pittsburgh, and they let people score on them the last two weeks in a row, so why wouldn't it happen again with Tampa? Um, yeah, that's going to be a shootout. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just don't believe – I mean, like, I believe in Fitzmagic to a point because I am starting him in one of my four leagues – but in that same league, I actually uh, well, it's a it's it's not technically a two quarterback league. It's a one quarterback plus a super flex. So I mean, you are starting two quarterbacks every week. But my second quarterback is Ryan Fitzpatrick, and I do not have Jameis Winston. But I sent a trade offer to the guy today who has Jameis Winston. So hoping I can get him. I feel like I am drastically overpaying for him. Yeah. Are there any other season awards for Louie? Um, well, I mean, outside of high score, which is something that, you know, we've already kind of covered, and we we both kind of assume that someone is going to probably take that from you at some point during the year. Yeah, I think so, especially with how this year's going. Offenses are bonkers. Mm. Yeah, it's pretty insane. Uh, so I guess we're just going to start off with your matchup for this week. Uh, it's you versus Nick, the Yetis. And, I mean, I got to be honest, I just I took a, a quick look at the, the lines, and I was like, oh, you know, Jordan and Nick might have the worst teams in the LOE. And quite technically, I guess you could put me right there with them, but I have a feeling that my team is going to come back and start putting up some points here. Yeah, I, I think Nick's team is actually really good, but really unlucky. I mean, he's got Le'Veon Bell sitting out. He's got Devontae Freeman, who's hurt, but he was kind of down week one, but that whole Atlanta team was down week one. Um, he's got Wentz coming back. Uh, we'll see what happens with Josh Gordon in New England. I actually don't think very much. I don't uh, think very much this week, but, I mean, but, I, know, I was listening yeah, this, to something. This week, yeah. Oh, well, Last I was... week, I think you're right that he's not going to do too good. Uh, I'm obviously picking myself, but I need some people to perform too. Like, And we'll talk about this in Dynasty, but I need Alex Collins to get it revved up. That play calling in Baltimore has been atrocious. Yeah, um, but they keep winning. So, or not not keep winning. They, got, they, they lost in week two, but I actually think they're going to be a pretty good team. Um, it... 
Yeah. Joe Flacco but, seems but, like he's got something there with, with his receivers and tight ends. So, I mean. Yeah. But other than that, I think I've got Matt. I pick myself in pretty much every matchup down the line. I would take Mahomes over Roethlisberger. Uh, Roethlisberger has been looking pretty hobbled. But, I mean, he had a huge game last week, obviously, 450 yards against the Chiefs. But that was a straight-up shootout. Yeah, I mean. The Chiefs defense is garbage. It's nice to have have one of those quarterbacks going when you, like, that game was just stupid. Like, oh. Yeah, it was entertaining, though. Oh, definitely was entertaining. I would take Alex Smith over Trubisky. Uh, Trubisky's got a cake matchup against Arizona this week, but at the same time. Trubisky's just, maybe it's just because, like, no, I mean, it's not because of that. Trubisky's not good. Because I can look at the rest of the Bears team and be like, oh, yeah, their defense is fucking top-notch. Like, I did think they were a top-10, maybe a top-12 or 13 defense coming into the year. But then when they got Cleo Mack, I was I was really wondering how good their defense was going to be after that. And I was like, man, how can one guy change a defense so much? But he's really catapulted their defense into a top-5 defense. It almost seems like... Everybody else wants to play better because he's playing so good. I think it's the best defense in the league. I think they're better than the Rams, but the Rams, I don't know. They've, they've got the best maybe front defensive line, but overall linebackers, defensive line, backfield, I, I think it's the Bears' best defense I don't know. They're, the they're, uh, their defensive backs are really good in L.A. Um, but, yeah, Trubisky, he, he's a – and, you know, that's probably because I'm a Bears fan, too. But with Trubisky, uh, he has completed 70% of his passes. But the issue is in that offense with Nagy, he's going side to side, sideline to sideline, rather than, you know, end zone to end zone. He's not th- throwing deep down the field as much as we'd like to see. And the time he did do it uh, yesterday, he threw the interception to uh, that Shaq Griffin guy, I think. Um, so like all the, all the passes are, you know, short screens or to the receiver or, uh, you know, little five yard ins or outs and it's not looking good for Trubisky because of that. Uh, but it's still early. I mean, like I said, he's completing 70% of his passes. Um, but they need to run the ball more. They got a guy who, you know, Josh Jordan Howard, he, he's seen the field, but 50% of the time, and, yeah, they need to run that ball. Yeah, um, I would definitely agree with you on that. But then, going down in this matchup with the Yetis still, I take Collins and Gordon, assuming Gordon's healthy, over Crowell and Thompson. Julio and Tyreek can be up and down. Who knows with Julio uh, in Atlanta, but I'm feeling pretty good about this Pat mahomes Tyree Hill. Uh, matchup that, or connection. Um, yeah, I would feel good about that too. I mean, that's huge. So yeah, uh, we'll see. Like I said, I got me over over Yetis. Moving on, uh, we got you going against uh, Twisted Maniac Spread, the newbie. Yeah, I I picked myself, um, obviously, but I mean, I normally pick myself to win regardless just because you know right going for my my team but uh the 
dude, I'm just, I'm 0-2, and I feel like my team is better than what I've performed. Uh, I actually agree with you. I think, uh, I mean, you, you had a pretty down week last week, but on the bright side, Deshaun Watson bounced back. Blake Bortles had a huge game last week, and I think he was on your bench. But yeah, he was. Against New England, you don't know. This week, he's a definite start. Oh, yeah. I've, I've um, slotted him in over Tyrod Taylor this week, so I'm going with Blake the Snake and uh, uh, Deshaun. I think Barkley has been huge for you already, and I think he's going to continue to be a beast. Uh, but when we get the dynasty, I'll tell you that I still would take Mahomes over him, even straight up. <laughs> so, um, what do you think of me starting Bilal Powell over uh, Royce Freeman? Um. I think Isaiah Crowell is going to get most of the work, but I think no one's going to do well against Cleveland. Cleveland's defense is actually looking pretty solid. Their their defense is looking pretty solid, but I'm expecting there to be points on the board, and Powell's been getting used pretty pretty well, I think, throughout the first two games of the year, and I, I I'm just a little worried about be. Freeman. That's going to be one of those, like, defensive battle, run it down each other's throats types of ball games, Jets and Cleveland. And, well, I hope so, because uh, I've got Carlos Hyde yeah, pretty much so everywhere. I, I, I think that's going to be a snooze fest in terms of watchability. But uh, I, I I don't know. I'd, I'd probably, I don't know, Royce Freeman hasn't been what we thought, but he did get a touchdown, but... Uh, that other guy, I forgot his name off the top of my head. Philip Lindsay, I think. Yeah, he's looking good. Yeah, he's but looking good. I, I just, can't. He's so small, I don't necessarily know if I see him long-term holding up as well as he is in the short-term. I like Royce Freeman for the long-term. If I were you, I would be benching Bilal, putting Hyde there, and starting Sammy Watkins in your flex. I think uh, I think the the... the, the you know, the jig is up in terms of KC. Everyone knows they're super high-powered, and they all know Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey are the first priorities above Watkins. And uh, it's gonna, I think he's going to blow up here this week. Yeah, I guess there's, there's always that possibility that I could go and do that. That does make sense. Um, it's just it's but, kind of a gamble running with that three wide receivers. Unless yeah, you got a stop. Um, I uh, I will say you do have some tough matchups. Brad's got a pretty decent team, assuming Matt Ryan performs. Uh, his receivers are ridiculous, Stephon Diggs and Odell. But he does have Fournette on the bench who's hurting and, you know. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm hoping I, think, I can I squeak one out. I think you have a pretty good opportunity to get a win here, especially if Bronx doesn't get your one point like you did last week i mean yeah that's that's the thing like last week i think i kind of had it was just a bad luck hard with some bad management in my lineup but i i gotta assume that gronk's not gonna score one point on a week in week out basis yeah well next game here we've got slop versus turple come get some uh i actually think Turple has one of the sneaky best teams in the league. Uh, I don't think it's 
the best, but I mean, whenever you have two quarterbacks like Aaron Rodgers and Rivers at the start, uh, you know your team's going to put up points every week. Oh yeah, that's a nice uh, little stack to have right there. I, I and, personally really like Philip Rivers. Yeah, and especially for what everyone got him for this year in terms of drafting uh, position. Um, yeah, so I, I'm obviously high in McCaffrey, and I think. Uh, I mean, Flop's got Cam Newton, and 80%, I mean, that's sarcastic, but 80% of his passes go to McCaffrey, so that's just going to cancel out all Flop's points from Newton. Um, yeah. But that said, you know, Flop's got guys who can score points, but I don't think, I think he might have a bottom three team this year. Yeah, I don't think Jordan's going to have too many wins this year. Um, yeah. I definitely picked you Dan. You championships, so um, don't be mad at me. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, Jordan Jordan won, what was it? Not back-to-back, I don't think, but he he had like two and three years. Yeah. Um, but obviously, look, I mean, you look at Turbo's team. He's got Kelsey, who might be better than Gronk this year. Um He's he's got Michael Thomas who's been ridiculous. Michael Thomas is a freak. Yeah, he's been ridiculous. That guy's lights on him. Even I I was I was down. I mean, last year I knew he was good, obviously, but I didn't think he was as good as he's been. I mean, when you have Drew Brees throwing, yeah, he makes everyone better. Yeah, I mean um, that's kind of true, but at the same time, I mean this guy is just. I think this guy's gonna have a hell of a career, regardless who's throwing him the ball. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm going to go with you on this game, too, and I'm going to pick Dan to win. All right, so we got, what, uh, Jake versus Rob next? See, Rob, okay, before we we already talk about this game? Huh? Did we already talk about this game? We might have. I don't know. I I have Rob set to win. I don't don't think Jake's got a bad team, but I don't think his team's uh, that great. I, I think I'm going with Jake. As long as you got until Fitz, Fitzmagic proves to be Fitzpatrick, then I'm I'm going with Jake in this. All right. If he's gonna get if he's gonna get 40 points from one position, then that's ridiculous. Plus Todd Gurley, plus Ty Hilton. We'll see what Dalvin Cook does, if anything. Uh, Marshawn Lynch has been actually decent. So, but. Uh, I think starting the Texans defense is actually a bad idea this week. Uh, for some reason, I just think Saquon's going to go off this week. Yeah, I kind of um, hope Saquon goes off every week, but... Yeah, and so going back to last week, if you look at the, the scoreboard, pretty much every game was a guaranteed win for the people in the lead except for Rob and I. Rob and I had one of the – it was the most nerve-wracked I've been watching a football game in a long time. I was up by three points, and he, he had just Demarius Thomas to go. Yeah, and I know all about Thomas, it because I was in a group text with Rob and, uh, and Sean, and Rob was just, like, freaking out the whole time. He's like, God, just yeah, need two I more mean, fucking he points. Five, he had five receptions for 18 yards, and that, that's, like, that's hard. terrible. That's hard. <laughs> I mean, that was the most nerve-wracked I've ever been, especially after having a zero from my kicker, a negative four from my defense. But Pat Mahomes pulled me out, 
of that hole and yeah, launch me victory. I shouldn't have won that game. But uh, uh, yeah, Rob sent me a text uh, after Thursday after AJ Green's game of 24 points. And I was so down on myself. I was like, God damn it, I'm not even going to respond to him. And uh, <laughs> uh, my, my, my uh, reservedness there ended up paying off. Uh, All right, so yeah, that was an intense game. So the next game I think is game of the week this week. Uh, the battle of the two 2-0s, other than me here. Um, and two teams that I think are definitely – top three teams right now um trey and sean here so i i went with trey simply because he's got kirk cousins playing against buffalo and he's got minnesota's defense playing i think those are going to be two things that are going to be very very big uh, for him i didn't necessarily see that that uh matchups right away but you're absolutely right sean does um, have had, adam thielen so i mean that's going to take I, away but that's going to yeah. be huge i had sean winning this game uh i think uh even with joe Mixon out he picked like what five straight running backs at the draft or some crazy thing <laughs> he's got the best running backs in the league, but everywhere else he's... I mean, Alan Thielen's going to be a top-five receiver, top-ten receiver this year. Yeah, um, assuming he stays healthy, he should be good. But, you know, he could cancel out a lot of Kirk Cousins' points if Thielen gets, you know, a lot of that, you know, action this week. Um, James Conner's been huge uh, out of nowhere. No, yeah, it definitely has been pretty big. I kind of wish I would have taken the trade that Sean had offered me. I mean, I'm, I declined it for a reason, but he offered me Cooks uh, Cooks and Connor for Keenan Allen. Hmm. Uh, I probably would have declined that after a long thought on it, too. But, and that's assuming Le'Veon Bell comes back. But right now, with all this Antonio Brown not showing up and the sold out, who, who knows? I uh, mean, I think team. I think Love Bell is going to come back, but he's going to come back at like week ten when he can get credit for the full year and he can be like, "Fuck you guys, I'm out of here next year." Well, and let's let's be realistic. Connor's getting all this or getting wide open looks every time because. When you take away Le'Veon Bell, all the attention goes to Antonio Brown. And that's why Juju Smith-Schuster's been good, too, the first two weeks, is because all the attention's on Antonio Brown. Well, and that was one of the things I had actually read, too. Like, uh, Antonio Brown had replied to some tweet or something like that saying, uh, because, like, the guy that was tweeting it out was like, oh, yeah, like, do the Browns or do the Steelers even really need Antonio Brown with Juju Schuster going like this? And... Like, Antonio Brown just replied, trade me. Let's find out. I think Juju Smith-Schuster's the number one receiver this year, and I mean that in terms of stats, uh, not in terms of who's better, because Antonio Brown is clearly better. But Juju Smith-Schuster's going to get all those open looks because of them doubling. I mean, uh, would it be... Antonio Brown. Would it super surprise you if the Steelers traded Antonio Brown and... Or Le'Veon Bell? 
gets that, it instantly becomes one of the better offenses. So, uh, Bears, let's do that. <laughs> oh, I mean, the Bears, I don't think, have the draft capital to do it, <laughs> considering they already got Cleo no, Mack. I, I know, I was just, because of that, I said that. But, but yeah, I think that does it for the picks in LOE. I think that's the only game we uh, differed on. Yeah, I think so. Well, I think uh, I have Rob take beating Jake, and you and you like Jake. Oh but, yeah, yeah. But um, that's I think that's mostly because of Fitz Magic. Yeah, yeah. I think that Traver Sean map uh, matchup is the matchup of the week. But uh, sorry, Trey, I think you're falling that week. What's next? Uh, moving on to the Dynasty League. All right. Before we get going on this, I I I gotta. Uh, get some stuff off my chest here last uh, <laughs> podcast it was the rip on Tom podcast for my trades and to be honest the only trade I regret and I don't even regret it that much is the Funches trade um, I mean I think I clearly so far have won out on the beginning of the Mahomes versus Barkley trade I mean Mahomes has 60 something points to Barkley's like 25 um, obviously quarterbacks are going to score more than running backs, but yeah, uh, I think 2.5 for Peyton Barber. Everyone thought that was crazy. Peyton Barber's a starter averaging what 16 plus carries a week. And last week wasn't great, but the first week wasn't bad at all. Um, yeah, the Peyton Barber I one, I think I hated on a lot more than I should have. And that's mostly because Ronald Jones is just fucking trash. Yeah. Like, yeah. like I, uh, I avoided him in, like, every draft I was in because I'm like, dude, this guy is going to be hot garbage. If he falls to me in, like, the third round in a in Dynasty rookie draft, yeah, I'll take him in the third round because I can cut you and it doesn't mean anything. I tell you what, when, when me and Al were talking about that trade, I immediately went to YouTube and looked up Peyton Barber highlights. And there's a video in which the very first, the first 10 seconds, he's giving an interview about how his mother is homeless and he's playing for her. And right away I knew he's going to be the hardest worker on any team he's on in that backfield. And it, it shows, I mean, the guy's a power back who dips his shoulder down and runs for four and a half yards of carry. Uh, whether he has any more upside than that, I don't really think so, but I think I got a better deal than whoever he got at 2.5. Yeah, it's possible. Um, I guess we won't really know until, you know, down the line, maybe a year or two, but... Yeah, but then there's other trades that you guys talked about that were... I really don't like your Alex Collins trade. I, I don't believe it. I don't believe in Alex Collins. I don't believe that the Baltimore Ravens necessarily believe in Alex Collins. I don't think that they really have a choice but to believe in him right now with them not really having much. I agree with you. I uh, I mean, uh, I think he's going to turn it around, but uh, that's the reason why for the first time ever I am – uh, handcuffing him with the backup, who actually has the two touchdowns that Collins doesn't have. Yeah, um, yeah. So uh, I think it's going to turn around. I've read reports this week that they want to turn it around. They've realized they've been focusing too much on, on the pass, but I heard that from Nagy last week and you know, uh, the Bears coach, and 
they're still passing like crazy. Yeah, and they got a shitty so, quarterback. Um, so I agree with you, but uh, I I do also think that Sean took what he got from that and way overpaid for uh, uh, the KC running back Hunt and. Dude, I've I been mean, talking to Al about it, and I don't know how many times I brought it up to Al that I said pretty much this exact thing, but I was like, dude, is it crazy that I think that Kareem Hunt's best year is going to be his rookie year? Like, I don't think he's bad, but... And that's a passing team now. Yeah, Mahomes exactly. Is, he, that is a passing downfield team. And then if you want me to put it in the perspective for you so far through two weeks, which it's early, I agree, it's early. Alex Collins in Dynasty is 14.9 points. Kareem Hunt has 18 points. Wow. Yeah, that's insane. So uh, to put that in the perspective. And he I had, what, early. like 30-something points in his rookie debut last year? Yeah, and yeah, no, you're right. He only had a couple huge games, and the rest were kind of – Decent, but not phenomenal. And he slumped trades, right in the middle the, of the, the year, too. The, uh, the Elshon Jeffrey trade, I think, has clearly worked out uh, for you. Oh, yeah, definitely. Those, those uh, at the time, I wasn't so sure. And now with him, I mean, he has zero points so far. He's been out the whole season. Yeah, and uh, I've started you know, Royce Freeman back. both games so far. Yeah, so I think you won that, that trade. I think... Uh, what was the other one? The Russell Wilson trade. I think. Uh, I, I think Rob's team's terrible. Let me just go on and say that. he's got. He's got. A, <laughs> he's he's stacked. Don't get me wrong. He's stacked. But he has no depth. But he there's a reason he's zero two, and it's because he's forced to start who he has. And like I don't know. It's. Well, it doesn't I help think his team's that I think. He, like, it doesn't help that the first two weeks, I don't think he did a single waiver wire pickup. And no, it's, it's, as, it's as if he's not paying attention after making all these moves. And, I mean, he's and, still got A.J. McCarron and Cooper Rush as his... Who the fuck is Cooper Rush? Cooper Rush is the backup quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. Well, I, I know, but that's what I'm saying. Why is he well, being Well, exactly. Why is he on the roster? Like he's, like he's you said to me guy, today, why is Devontae Parker got, rostered? He's got a tight end, tight end named Mo Alley Cox. Who the fuck is Mo Alley Cox, and why is he on your roster? Well, he had like two kickers. Yeah, he had he had a couple of kickers that weren't on were were actual free agents, and then yeah. he had I think another couple of guys that were actual free agents. I think it just comes yeah. down to spending maybe ten minutes while you're taking a shit, just. Uh, Putting, putting the work in on the waiver wire. And, and, you know, I mean, I guess that's kind of not fair for us to say because who's to say he wasn't trying to put in waiver claims and he just got outbid. But maybe yeah. maybe just use, uh. your, you, use your fab. Like, I mean, I'm not afraid to use... Like, I spent $10 on fucking Brandon McManus because I was like, I can't pick anybody up. I've got eight running backs. I've got eight wide receivers. I've got... Fucking three tight ends. I have four quarterbacks. I am completely maxed out at every positional, at, uh, at every position except for kicker and defense. That I was like, well, fuck it, dude. I'm just gonna, 
fucking and I had one spot available on my roster still because I have three guys in my IR and three guys in my practice squad. So I was like, well, fuck it, dude. I'll just pick up a kicker. Well, first I was gonna go pick up a defense, but when I was looking at the waiver, I was like, dude, there's really no defenses out there at the time. So I went and I picked up Brandon McManus and I had to start him last week and. Not like it helped me because I still lost. And in fact, I scored the lowest amount of points in Dynasty this week. But it was still more than fucking what Elliot put up for me for Philly. So I was just kind of like, okay, cool. I'll just keep starting you, McManus. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Um, let's see. Other trades. Jimmy G, do we talk about him? I I think that hasn't really changed much from, I still think uh, Jake won that out, even though Jimmy hasn't been stellar he hasn't been terrible i guess no yeah he hasn't he hasn't been stellar he hasn't been terrible but i i still think a first and a second and a third for jimmy g is a little underwhelming um i think uh now i've uh, i wasn't sure but i think i've clearly won the richardson dixon trade we both dropped dixon and richardson yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we've, we've both since dropped each player that we traded for <laughs> so i think that left it i don't remember i, I get one third or two thirds or something for yeah that. i think you got like a third but, or something for it and who knows what that but what that becomes but um i thought that was kind of funny um i have some funny uh quotes i took from that last podcast uh al saying crushed it with the mahomes and uh <laughs> uh barkley trade Sean saying Tom's a giver after my uh, uh, Funches and Collins trade, but then giving, what, four firsts right after that. Um, <laughs> Sean said I would have 40 to $50 left over. I ended up with two. And then Al went up and said I would have 100 left over. Wow. <laughs> I ended up with $2 left over. Uh, but I think Al and... Uh, Zach had way more money than anyone thought they would. Uh, but I thought that was funny. I, I, I go back and let them eat some, eat their words a little bit, even though I'm eating my trades and some of them too, so, so far. Yeah, I, it's but, so hard yeah. to decide where people are at this point in the year in Dynasty, especially considering, like, week one, uh, the, the team that I'm pretty sure everybody expected to be in last place this year, Zach's team, the Green Bastards, they ended up beating our uh, reigning champion for the past two years in a row, Mark. So yeah. that was pretty insane. I mean, Mark's definitely hit some hard times this year with Le'Veon Bell and um, Freeman yeah, and his quarterback situation with Wentz being on the IR for, you know, he's going to come back this Fitz week. Patrick, so let's see. He paid crazy money for Fitz, Fitzpatrick. So, uh, not crazy. 24 bucks for his production is not a lot. No, but, but considering forward, you don't know he, if he's yeah. even going to play or not, because once Jameis comes back and is eligible to play, it's not like, Okay, we can all kind of see where this is going, where, where Tampa Bay's, you know, kind of been like, all right, Jameis, you have to stop being a fucking moron and start being an adult. You work for the NFL, um, or you work for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, you know, who are in the NFL. You need to hold yourself to a certain professional mannerism, and if you don't, we will replace you. 
I don't think he's going yeah. to get replaced, though. Yeah, I don't, just, I don't think they can start him until Fitzpatrick starts letting up. I yeah, mean, I agree. I mean, that, that hot, especially I because they they've they won choice. two games. They're 2-0. Yeah. And, and yeah, I don't think they have a choice. I just don't think that – I don't think he's got a long leash. So as soon yeah. as as soon as Fitzpatrick loses the magic, in comes Jameis, and that that'll be that. I I don't think they're just gonna keep switching it around. It'll be once Jameis comes in, Jameis is in. Yeah. Um. So there was something that I wanted to cover about Dynasty. Was do we think the rookie draft was as deep as we originally thought? Yeah, I still think it was. I I mean personally, I. I still really like Jordan Wilkins. I traded a second and a third to get back into the third round to take Jordan Wilkins. I think he's the best running back on Indy. Um, and even, like, because you can't you can't look at, at it and go, oh, well, because this guy's injured, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, I still think Darius Geis is going to be an amazing running back. There's a reason why I took him in the first round and the guy's injured for the entire year. Um, uh, I, I think I, I reached on carry on. As, I don't think it was as deep as we uh, thought, but it is still really early, uh, obviously. I was but, really surprised you took Michael Gallup. Uh, I had that plan since the minute I had that pick, and I really didn't want to take him there, but I wanted him over every other receiver simply because I thought I was going to be starting Dak every week. Um, by the way... A lot of the free agency period didn't go how I wanted it to. I was I was trying to get crafty and bid certain people up, hoping that they would they would take away money from other people. Uh, Zach and yeah, and also we had that like glitch in the first part, which kind of screwed me over. Where I was hoping Matt Ryan wouldn't be the first one up there because he was clearly my target, but. Uh, I think I could have gotten Matt Ryan for closer to ten dollars less or so. Uh, otherwise, yeah, but I don't think it worked very well thankful, for anyone. I'm, I am, I am thankful it went how it did because had I gotten Drew Brees instead of uh, Andy Dalton or Matt Ryan, it, well, I would have gotten Matt Ryan no matter what. He was my main target. I was going to pay a hundred, and I was not. You're like, you're like, I don't give a fuck. I'm getting Matt Ryan. <laughs> Um, he, if you look at Matt Ryan's stats over his career, he is an every other year quarterback. And it's been true throughout his entirety of his career. Uh, and it's going to hold true now. I've been a Matt Ryan owner in almost every single fantasy league I've ever had. Um, except last year. Last year, and then it burned Sean, and now I got him. Anyway, uh, had I gotten Drew Brees and Matt Ryan instead of Andy Dalton and Matt Ryan, I would have practice squad and Pat Mahomes and I would have been fucked on him until week six or seven or whatever. Yeah. So the way it, the way it the way it I mean I almost still practice squatted him and the way it turned out I played him and now he's not he's now he he's staying in your starting lineup for good. <laughs> he ain't he ain't moving. Uh so I'm kinda glad it saw how it did. And you know, Andy Dalton isn't looking bad. I mean he had what, like 30-something points last week? Oh, yeah, he's so, been looking real good through the first two games of the season. Um, and he's got the weapons, but... You know, I really wish... I mean, I'm glad I did not practice squad Mike Williams because I've watched 
the first two weeks of the season, he's played great. And, like, he had 80, 80 yards or 85 yards the first week, and then the second week he has that touchdown. So I'm I'm really liking it. But, geez, man, I wish I would have practice squatted him and not practice squatted Kenny Galladay because this motherfucker looks like the real deal, dude. Like, yeah. oh, God, I I am a huge Kenny Galladay fan, and I'm sure it helps that I'm a, I'm a huge Detroit Lions fan. But... Yeah, that dude. That I think that guy's gonna be legit. Like, I think my team isn't gonna be that good in dynasty this year, unless all these guys just start hitting. But I think my team will be better in the second half when I'm able to promote um, Carry On Johnson and Kenny Galladay. Um. Yeah, I I actually haven't watched much of uh, Detroit games this this year. I haven't really had a chance to. Well, the first uh, game was uh, not very good. Yeah. Um, and they haven't played at, like, the noon game times yet, have they? No, they played Monday night, um, week one. And then, like, four And then they played, yeah, they played a 3 o'clock game in San Francisco uh, on Sunday, this past Sunday. So, and yeah, that was actually a really good them. game because it ended up becoming a shootout there at the end, and they only lost by three points. So I'm like, okay, it's not that terrible, whatever. But And then this week, actually, they still wouldn't have played a noon game because week three they have the Sunday night game against New England. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah um, it's looking like we could start 0-3 in Detroit. Oof. I, I think it's a shootout between Minnesota and Green Bay in that uh, division, as the yeah, guy told us so. Um, but I think the Bears have a solid outside chance at it. But I think the Bears have the, the a Bears very minuscule. Right they're, they're looking like the, the Super Bowl Bears team, where it's all defense and no offense. And, you know, if that is the case, then hell yeah, bring us back to the Super Bowl. But, man, it sucks having shitty offense. It makes football hard to watch sometimes yeah uh, so there was another thing one one last thing i wanted to cover from your guys last podcast and that was your guys bet about 20 dollar bet about Dion lewis and derrick henry and carlos carlos Hyde, i think oh dude i didn't even remember that i don't think you guys remember it but i just listened to it uh knowing i was coming on today and uh i forgot the exact bet now but it was like who is the starter, Derrick Henry or Deion Lewis, I think. Well, Deion Lewis has 20 points and Derrick Henry has seven. Yeah. I, so it's still still up in the air, I guess, but clear favorite is Deion Lewis so far. So I think you're getting yourself 20 bucks. And I'm going to have to go back uh, and listen to that so I can remember it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hold out to that. Um, so, yeah, you want to get into picks for – this weekend here? Yeah, sounds good. So uh, well, let's start with uh, Rob versus Zach. I, uh, I I was trashing Rob's team earlier, and, and, Zach, and I was praising Zach on Facebook earlier today too, but I think Rob turns it around this week, assuming uh, Antonio plays. Brown does well. And, you know. But I think I think Rob's team turn, turns it around this week. Yeah, that's exactly what I did. Um, I I was just kind of thinking, okay, things kind of have to go back to 
to the median or like you know back to where we expect them to be like I expected Rob to be a team that was going to contend for the playoffs and that was assuming health and his players playing the way that they should play but you know of course Fournette goes down like Fournette is going to do and not everybody puts up huge points but I think Zach's team also has slightly overachieved <laughs> is this wait wait is it wasn't it inevitable for somebody to get injured on Rob's team? Oh like, yeah, definitely. Like he was, he's begging for it, you know. Considering he has uh, no depth. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I I think he yeah turns it around. What were we saying now? Oh no, yeah, I was just basically agreeing. I I think I think Zach's team is slightly overachieved the first two weeks of the season. And I just think it's gonna come back to the norm, and I think I'm, I'm picking Rob to win this this game. Yeah. What do we got next? Um, let's go with uh, you versus Al. Well, I think Al's, Al's team is gonna be good in the future. I really do, but I don't think this year is that year. I think I... he is gonna be a bottom three team this year. Uh, even though he's got some bright spots with Michael Thomas and Saquon and Deshaun that they can all perform and win him games, them three alone. But, uh, yeah, I think uh, he's really a future team with all of his picks that he had this year. And he's got a lot of picks over the next couple of years too. So, I mean, his team is going to be real young because he's going to end up having to cut all these guys who are a little bit older. It just I don't know what he's going to do because he's just he he does not he's not going to have enough roster spots for yeah. the guys he wants to keep plus yeah. all the picks he has. Yeah, I and agree. At some point it's like he's not going to get fair value for what he has. Well, and also a lot of the guys he's real high on are just not good. Like Corey Davis is not looking good. Or uh, Fucking Derrick Henry, Henry is, is just garbage. Terrible, yeah. Unless um, he unless he rips an eighty yard touchdown, which he's got the capability of doing, he's just not that good. I mean, I have him in one league, and that was just because of the uh, the contract that he has, and and I was like, all right, well, I can I can afford to pay you this much and keep you for two years, so let's do it. Yeah, I I gotta assume that. Uh, my, I mean, Matt Ryan's got a cake matchup against the Saints this week. I mean, that's going to be a shootout like it always is between those two teams. Um, especially, I mean, they whenever they play, they're both in domes, and it's just bonkers every time. I got to go with Mahomes over both his quarterbacks. Oh, yeah. If my running backs keep getting me, like, eight points a game or whatever they're doing, you know, I'm happy with that, I guess, but it'd be nice to see them all perform better. And I've actually gotten real lucky with Juju Smith-Schuster being as good as he's been. Uh, my receivers are obviously shaky. Um, but uh, I think overall I'd pull this out, especially when I got the Bears going against Sam Bradford. We'll see. Have fun there, Cardinals. Oh, the Cardinals um, are so bad. I mean, yeah, at, at I, what point I do they the make Bears, the switch to Rosen? I, I think the Bears have two touchdowns that game on, the, on defense and – We'll see. I don't know. Who knows? David Johnson's been so quiet, and I feel bad for Trey because he was pretty high on him coming back, and he kept him in both leagues. Obviously, he's got to keep him in Dynasty. Um, but, yeah, uh, I think that team's horrendous. 
Yeah, they are they are yeah. really bad. All right, so we both have you beating Al. Uh, now we have um, Highway to Bell, Mark's team, versus um, the Gotham City Rogue, Jake. So this is this is matchup of the week for me. Uh, definitely, obviously, uh, my my both of our favorite to win the championship this week, Jake going against the guy to do it two times in a row. Um, I don't know. I Let's see. I think I gave the edge to Jake because of uh, his receivers and Todd Gurley, but at the same time, if Fitzpatrick is Fitzpatrick and Melvin Gordon and Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey have been doing what they're doing, I don't see how Mark loses. Yeah, it's kind of the reason why I picked Mark. It wasn't as much for the Fitz Magic situation. I mean, that's just kind of like, okay, it's in the background. Fitz Magic could happen, but at the same time, it's like, all right, he also has, like you're saying, Tyree Kill, who's just been a fucking stat freak. Well, and and Tyron Coleman's not sharing time, but with Devontae Freeman out, so I mean, he. He could have huge games across the board again this week. And, yeah, I'd really like Tyler Coleman. Even, even beat out his score from last week. So, And, yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't know. For for as much as people like to hate on Melvin Gordon, I think Melvin Gordon is one of the best running backs in the league. That's why I picked him in LOE. And My I don't, main goal in that LOE draft was getting a keeper for next year. And well, he was the best one available there. That was kind of what my plan was, too. I was like, all right, if I can get Saquon, I'm taking Saquon. And I got him. And now I'm just like, all right, like. Yeah, now I can, you know, I start off 2-0 and in LOE, but now I feel comfortable going into next year's draft, having it be my first year back in the league. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, I, I think I, I'm going to give it to Mark, the, the, the matchup here. All right, so we're both I taking Mark. close, but. Yeah. All right, so now we got Sean the Guru versus the Trey. Guru, yeah, right. Uh, Johnson's out for Harambe. Uh, they play each other in both LOE and, and uh, Dynasty. Um, I gave the uh, not to Sean here. I think. Uh, yeah, so did I. I. He's got. I think he's got the stronger team. I think Trey's got a good team in Dynasty. I just think that I don't know. I mean, like, well, I mean, it, this one is a toss-up, but I give the edge to Sean. But uh, I mean, Tom Brady and Kirk Cousins going is going to be huge. Uh, you know, Julio Jones, Keelan Cole can balance out some of the points if he's the main target for Blake again this week. Um, but yeah, I, I still think Sean's got the edge here. Yeah, that's what I took. I took Sean as well. And then last but not least, we have uh, Ryan's team, who I'm blanking on the name of uh, off the top of my head. Little Lebowski Urban Achievers. Ah, yeah, there we go. And then versus me, the Little Jerry's. Dude, that's the greatest movie of all time. I will never forget that name. (laughs) Uh, It's a great name. Uh, I actually, sorry, Pat, I picked Ryan over you this week. Yeah, you know, uh, I did too. <laughs> I think uh, your team can be good here, but I think his team's really good. I think my um, team will be a playoff contender next year. Yeah. yeah I, 
I think uh, Ryan's team's going to be pretty good here. Um, Mike Evans has been ridiculous, but that whole team's been ridiculous. Um, Luck is not as good as he was in the past, but he's still going to be solid. Yeah, I'm not an um, Andrew Luck fan. I live in Indiana, and I'll tell you what, neither are in, in our Colts fans. They, they're, they're hopeful that he returns to form, but they aren't confident. Really? See, um, I kind of figured that they'd just be like all in on the Andrew Luck train. Well, a couple weeks back, I don't know if this was national news or just Indiana news, but uh, the GM and head coach were coming out and saying how Jacoby Brissett's untradeable and how he, you know, I won't, we won't trade him unless it's for a ridiculous amount, and that's because they think he's the real deal behind Andrew Luck. But, I mean, every every year Andrew Luck has started, he's been a top-five quarterback, basically. So you got to give him the nod. Um, but, yeah, I don't know if you heard that or I, not, or if it was just Indiana news. I like J- Jacoby Brissett as a backup quarterback. But, like, I don't know. I I think I'd rather have Deshaun Kaiser. Yeah. Like, I... I, I don't really see much of a difference. Like, they both got legs. They both can throw the ball decently. It's just, like, I think Deshaun Kaiser is going to really benefit from sitting behind Aaron Rodgers for a couple of years. Yeah. And it wouldn't surprise me if Deshaun Kaiser comes out in, like, four years, five years, and ends up starting for the Green Bay Packers for, like, another five or six years. It's just, yeah. it's, he's just going to have to wait until Aaron well, is young. done. And he's still, he's still young, and, you know, who knows? It might be the, what they did with Aaron Rodgers' approach, you know, let him sit for three years. And, and that's, learn, that's and exactly what I think is going to happen, because, what, Aaron Rodgers is, like, 36 years old, so, and he just signed that deal. To like that, that new contract extension, I think, what, they'll let that contract play its course out unless he just becomes terrible there at the end. And then as soon as that's done, boom, Deshaun Kaiser steps right in. I don't I don't think he's bad. I just think it's not good. Are we sure? And I heard this, and I forgot, maybe it was Bill Simmons' podcast. Are we sure Aaron Rodgers doesn't have a torn ACL right now? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, I think they were saying like you know once the ACL is torn it can't be made any worse so you know they put this leg brace on drug him up as we saw in that interview and throw him out there (laughs) I guess it's possible Uh, but I mean it I do not think that would be the smart thing to do I forgot who it was they were saying but there's they were saying some someone had played on a torn ACL in the past. Um, God, that's going to bug me. Anyway. No, yeah, I mean, like, I think it's possible that that could be happening, but I highly doubt it considering that they just gave him that stupid contract, which isn't stupid because he's Aaron Rodgers. I mean, let's not get it twisted, but um, they just paid the guy. Like, you'd think that they'd want him to be as healthy as possible over the next, like, over the course of the next five years or whatever it is. So... I doubt that that's happened, but, I mean, it's possible. Yeah. All right. We got anything else? No, uh, I think that's pretty much it. 
So just a quick rundown of uh, LOE picks. Um, I took myself over Brad. I took Dan over Jordan. I took Rob over Jake. I took Tom over Nick. And I took Trey over Sean. And then in Dynasty, I took Ryan over me, Sean over Trey, Mark over Jake, Tom over Al, and Rob over Zach. Yeah, I think I've gotten LOE, me over the Yetis, you over uh, the Maniacs, Turple over Flop. Uh, I'm telling you, Turple's going to have a decent year this year. Uh, Sean, who I also think is going to have a really good year, over Trey, uh, and Jake over Rob. And then in Dynasty, I have me over Al, Ryan over you, Sean again over Trey, and uh, Mark over Jake and Rob over Zach. Yeah, we're exactly alike in Dynasty, and then we had two games different in LOE. I think it's funny how in Dynasty, like, I don't know if you've experienced this, but trade talks are so different during the season compared to offseason. Oh, yeah. Offseason, a huge, you know, weight is put on draft picks, and they seem so valuable. And then during the season, it's like, well, those draft picks aren't producing for me, so <laughs> I don't know. No, it's definitely it's definitely the case. If you're if you're trying to trade four guys that people drafted or you're trying to just trade for draft picks during the season, I feel like it's a lot easier than it is during the off season. Yeah. Um anyway, cool. Thanks for having me on. Glad yeah, no problem. I, I wasn't even sure if we were recording in the first five minutes. I was like, oh, are we restarting this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I pretty <laughs> much just... I pretty much just try to go in there and, uh, I mean, cause I can edit it if I want to, I'll probably end up editing out like, I don't know what I'm saying right now. And I'll edit out like a little bit in the beginning, but for the most part, I just leave it unedited cause I don't want to do all that work. Cool. Um, well, yeah, that's all I got. Fuck you, Sean. <laughs> all right, cool. We will hopefully, uh, be back next week for uh, week four of the yeah, get, NFL. Get the guru back on here. The, the logo has his name on the lo- logo, and he's only been on, like, what, one of the last five? Oh, yeah, because, like, it was funny because when we first started this show, I was like, so, Sean, this is going to go as far as you want to go with it. And then, like, after, like, four or five weeks, he was all like, oh, I can't do it today. Ugh. Well, I'm, just... I'm ready. I'm I'm ready every week to replace. So let me know. All right, sounds good. <laughs> All right, take it easy. All right, peace out.